Welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hi, friends. Today's topic is switching from I surrender to I surrender. (laughs) What I mean is, why do we always wait until some huge catastrophic events, aka the universe forcing us to make an about face, before we make a change, before we surrender to a situation, a relationship, something, right? How can we develop the art of surrender before those moments? (laughs) One of those moments for me was with my divorce. So before this happened, I was going along with my plan the way I thought that it should go, right? That's what we do. Get married, have kids, grow old together. And then, and then one day you realize that that whole plan, that idea that we have our life under control is just an illusion because we can't know what's going to happen. There are so many elements So many things that change, people change, the situation changes us, and we cannot predict that. But that's kind of the beauty of life too, but not in the moment. that In the moment, I could not see that. In the moment, I felt like my life was falling apart around me. And not having that control is scary. But once you realize that you never had the control to begin with, It's a lot easier. And I think that's that moment of surrender. Surrendering to what is happening. And a big piece of that is knowing that even though you don't know what's going to happen, you can know you're going to be okay. So that was a big event for me. That shifted my view of life, of relationships, of situations. Helped me to realize that we don't actually know what's going to happen. And for a while, I went the complete opposite direction and was like, well, therefore, I cannot commit to anything, right? (laughs) Because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if my feelings will change. (laughs) But I've since come back to a more middle area of that where I can commit to something and live it and be there fully and know that I don't know what's going to happen and surrender to what happens. It's a real um, yin and yang type of thing. We have to show up in our life, but we also have to be open to what can happen in our life. Okay, so let's think of some other situations like that. Um, Resistance. Think of where you have resistance because resistance causes pain. And when I was resisting an inevitable divorce, I was in a lot of pain. So I connected that to another time where resistance causes pain. (laughs) If anyone has ever given birth to a human, you know what I'm talking about. Childbirth is a lot harder when you're resisting it, when you're um, scared. So there was this moment during my birth where I was like, no, I don't want this to happen, right? I was resisting it. But you don't have a choice. The baby has to come out. So when I was able to surrender to that situation, 
and relax and open to the birth and open to the knowledge that my body knew what to do and could do it, then it was an absolutely lovely birth. But I had to surrender. Okay, that was kind of an extreme example too. How about sitting in traffic? Oh my goodness. I used to get so frustrated in traffic. Like angry, yelling, right? And after days and days of getting frustrated and angry and just having like this whole physiological change in my body, I don't know what it was exactly, but I realized that it was not serving me. Like, how does that even help me get anywhere faster? So once I surrendered to the traffic and surrendered to the idea that that day I wasn't going to make it on time, I was so much happier. I shifted to looking at, okay, well, how can I enjoy this situation? How can I take advantage of this? And I, and often when I'm driving to school, I'm with my daughters. That's extra time that we have together. And so I tried to catch myself in the frustration and just start a conversation with them. Find a great podcast for us to listen to. Really enjoy that time that we had together. And now traffic really doesn't bother me. And it's because I know, like, there's nothing I can do about this. Getting angry is not going to get me there faster. In fact, it might get me there slower or not at all. Because if I'm angry, I'm maybe not going to drive as well and could get in an accident. You never know. We don't know. We must surrender. (laughs) And so instead, I tried to model to my kids, well, we'll get there when we get there. There's nothing we can do about this situation. Okay, I have another example for you that I think everyone can relate to, and that is in dealing with the global pandemic. When COVID hit, all plans changed. So many trips canceled, school not in session, then figuring out, like if you're a teacher, it has been a year figuring out how to teach with distance learning, figuring out how to come back on campus, having, we've had more than 50 different schedules this past year. (laughs) So I think because of all of my practice with surrendering, with knowing that we don't know what's going to happen, I was able to fare all of this COVID stuff a lot easier. I could see the difference between me and some of the other teachers, both those I connected with online and those I worked with, is because I could come at the new schedule knowing this is just for right now. This is temporary, like all things, and we'll do our best. And I can know that we are doing what we can do and just having the relationship with the student, they are going to learn, they are going to benefit. And being able to trust that, trust that we are good teachers and therefore what we do will be good. And So I was able to come at all new schedules with flexibility, come at ideas with thinking outside the box because I didn't feel tied to this idea of what school had to be. I could let go. I could be flexible. I could surrender. (laughs) See the theme here? When we surrender, we have less pain, less frustration. And there is a fine line between apathy and not trying, and surrender. Because a lot of people might take that and say, well, why don't I just, 
I'll just sit here and life will happen, right? No, we have to stand up. We have to show up. We have to do our best. One thing I write down every single day is I am completely committed and fully unattached. Surrender is deeply tied to detachment. The more that we can have an open palm, the more that we can stay open to all the possibilities that are out there, the happier we're going to be. And the more that we can have in our life, we can take one situation and apply it to another and look at all the areas of our life of how we can open up and be open to accepting the greatness that the universe has in store for us. One thing that I've been trying to do more is connect to my inner knowing. It's amazing how much our body tells us if we're aware and we're listening to it. You can think back to maybe a relationship that you were in that you were really attached to during it and then it ended and when you look back, you can see those signs. You can you can admit, yeah, I knew I, knew I needed to leave this relationship, right? I knew. How many times do we look back and recognize the knowing? Well, the trick is, to see those little signs, to feel those signs earlier on so that we can course correct after little moments, right? Instead of waiting for things to crash around us because that is always painful. So that has been a goal of mine is connecting with my inner knowing, seeing those signs, being open to guidance all around me. Hi friend, I wanted to take a break from the episode to tell you about a new course I launched called The Mindset Makeover. Are you struggling with your mindset? Are you finding yourself self-sabotaging? Do you struggle with manifesting the life that you want for yourself? I built this course for people who recognize that they are getting in their own way. I talk about limiting beliefs and how to replace them, as well as simple daily practices that you can do to better your mindset. We also dive into self-compassion, mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, and habit hacks. And it's built with busy people in mind. Each section is made of short videos and worksheets that you can do at your own pace. You can learn more about it by clicking on the link in my Instagram bio. All right, back to the episode. So how do we get more in tune with this voice, with this inner knowing? Number one for sure is to get grounded. Allow pauses in your life. Meditate. When I started meditating daily and made it a practice, one of the things I noticed is that it was almost as if life slowed down. Like it was in slow motion and I could see things coming at me and I no longer had to react because I had plenty of time to respond. Now, not like time as we know it didn't actually slow down because time is a perception. So once my brain was grounded and I was giving it that rest it needed in meditation and learning to be present in the moment, I was able to be so much more aware. Another way is to get curious, ask questions, right? So when we start to close into that anxiety, to hold on to that plan we had, instead, open up your hand and ask questions. Maybe journal. If journaling is for you, maybe you're writing all those questions that come to your mind. Or maybe you're an out loud processor. Get your best friend. Talk it out. And, or go for a walk in nature. 
Ask the trees. <laughs> Just give yourself that space. The more you do it, the more it's going to become a habit. The more you're going to be used to giving yourself those pauses, that time to get grounded and know yourself because it's when we know ourselves that that is when we can hear that voice. We're no longer pushing it away. We're listening for it. And this will also take self-compassion moments. Those are where you pause, put your hand on your chest so you have skin to skin, take a deep breath, really like connect that parasympathetic nervous system. And then you say, this is hard. I can do hard things. It's going to be okay. We have to reassure ourselves. Reassure yourself like you would a friend. Because knowing that it's going to be okay allows us to be able to lean into the hard stuff, to take a risk, to try something new, to let go of the one way of doing something. All of these things are going to lead us to bigger and better better things. I mean, think of all the impossible situations that you've survived. You know you have those moments in your past where you had saw no way out. You didn't know how you were going to get past this. And then you were on the other side. It took a lot of work and some pain, right? And the more you resisted, probably the more the pain you felt. But you made it. So you have to use that as proof to yourself that it's going to be okay. When you've got those gremlins telling you that you can't do this, that you're not going to survive, that whatever it is that your gremlins say, you can use this proof against them. No, I know. I know it's going to be okay, right? Console yourself. Self-compassion. Because we have to believe that there is something bigger out there for us and be open to it. I mean, if we just stick to the plans that we can create in our head, how limiting is that? I mean, we can pretty much only make plans of what we know, what our thoughts are and what our experiences have been. But there's, you don't know what you don't know, right? There's so much more out there. There's so much more planned for your life. So open to it. Just take the next best step. Be okay with being in the fog. (laughs) Only seeing the next thing and not knowing the whole picture. Because when we think we know the whole picture, we're limiting ourselves. We're keeping ourselves small. And while you're thinking bigger and waiting for signs and staying open to all the opportunities around you and taking off the tunnel vision widening your view stay present in the present moment as present as you can be constantly remind yourself to be here and now because that is when you're going to see the greatness all right friends that is what i have for you today i hope you were able to take away some nuggets from that if you find situations that you're holding on to surrender. Let's listen back to this podcast. You can also listen back to one of the previous episodes where I talk about the Buddhist idea of having an open palm versus a closed fist. If you liked it, please pass it on to friends, leave a comment, um, connect with me on Instagram. I'm at Lisbeth under slash Koning. I would love to connect and hear how you are surrendering in your life.